Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Tuesday morning. <laughs> That's bad when I had to think about it for a second. Hope everybody is uh, having a good morning. I don't know about you, but I've been struggling trying to get up and get going this morning, and it's been uh, uh, been tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know why. I just had a hard, hard time getting up, but uh, oh well. It is. Uh, Another day in paradise for you and me, as Phil Collins would say, <laughs> and uh, so I uh, at least we have that going for us anyway. But uh, give me just one second here. I'm trying to get uh, the live link out to somebody there. But anyway, uh, say uh, Donna said morning and love the Crowder intro. Well, thank you, Miss Donna. I, I'm a big fan of Crowder and. Uh, I've been for a long time, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy his uh, his music. I tell you, I wish uh, wish I had his talent. That'd be nice, but uh, unfortunately, I do not. But I'd give you anything to be able to sing like it and play like it. That'd be killer. So I don't know. Maybe I need to take the guitar back up, and you know, even though I can't sing, at least maybe I could uh, learn to play halfway decent anyway. Kind of make up for my shortcomings, if you will. But uh, yeah, like a like old Crowder, I really do. So, but anyway, I uh, uh, let's get this day started off right. And you know, I know there's a lot going on in the political sphere uh, as far as um, um, this whole courthouse. I mean, the whole Supreme Court deal and everything. It is uh, uh, probably the big topic as if uh, you know because they're, they're worried about the liberals packing the courts and uh, that's what they're going to do if they if heaven forbid Biden gets in there of course he won't be in there long Kamala Harris be the one her and Pelosi be the one running the show but um, uh, we need to really be praying about that because uh, you can look at uh, some of these socialist countries where they've done that and you see the despair and the poverty that has ensued as a result and they want to uh, redo our constitution and so we need to uh, really sincerely be praying uh, that this election outcome will be a good one, uh, one that we can celebrate in because, uh, Lord help us, if Biden and the, the, the far-left progressive lunatic radicals that are out there gets in there, they're going to try to change everything. So uh, really be praying, guys. I'm just telling you right now, we need to uh, uh, hope and pray that this confirmation go through. Trump will win. I mean, I, it blows my mind how they try to say that Biden's ahead. And, and you look at his rallies, he has like, what, two people? <laughs> and, uh, you know, Trump has like, I mean, organized, I mean, he, he don't even organize it, but there's people out there organizing parades and, and the, the amount of, the mass amount of people coming to his uh, 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 rallies and such. And, uh, you know, so I don't know. I have a hard time believing these polls. Of course, then again, last time they kept trying to say Hillary was ahead, so... Let's pray, pray that they are severely wrong and everything go well. So, well, my friends, let us uh, stand and do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. And uh, I always like to start the day off uh, doing that. So if you have uh, uh, the ability to do so, let us stand and do our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God for 
our ability to worship and to be able to say that wonderful pledge. I tell you what, it's hard to believe there's people out there that uh, find the Pledge of Allegiance offensive. Then again, you got these little bleeding heart liberal snowflake babies that uh, they're offended by everything. It's sad they're offended by statues or cartoons or, uh, you know, Elmer Fudd can't even carry a gun anymore. It's just, it's absolutely insanity. It really is. Uh, the lack of masculinity, the, 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 the liberal push to feminize men and uh, butch up women. I just, I don't get it. Uh, you know, uh, women should be outraged that they're trying to rob them of their femininity and, uh, uh, men, likewise, uh, to rob them of their masculinity. And it's, uh, this whole complete role reversal is uh, is disgusting. And you see these wimpy, wussy little guys out there, the ones part of this Antifa crap, and uh, the kind of guys I like to uh, lay hands on there. We'll put it that way in a biblical sense. <laughs> so <laughs> try to be spiritual about it. I better go off and get myself in trouble. But anyway, we're going to look at uh, John chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. So let us go take a look at that, if we may. It says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. All right. Uh, praise God. And uh, I'd like to give us this, uh, this wonderful word this morning. And... Uh, you know, make sure you highlight that. Make sure you underline that. If you have your Bibles available, uh, be sure. You know, that's what I try to always outline and uh, uh, underline, rather, um, certain verses and passages. I think that's one of them that need to be uh, 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 highlighted in your Bibles to go back and refer to. You know, it is amazing, and, you know, we read this here, that, uh, you know, there's people out there who, who honestly believe that there's no heaven and there is no hell. And somebody who would deny God, who would deny uh, his written word, who denies what their heart longs for, is a fool. Uh, because that is something that uh, deep down inside, uh, that's what everybody longs for. We long for uh, heaven. We long for our home. Uh, because we know that where we're dwelling here is only temporary. It is not uh, uh, you know, a permanent place we're going to reside and I, I don't understand these individuals who think that this is all there is, that this is all there, that you know, after we die, that's it. Uh, that, that blows my mind. I mean, I just can't imagine that. This, no wonder there's so many people out there who are terrified of dying uh, because then that, they, they want to grasp on to every second of life, uh, and, uh, all, the, all the, the skin products and uh, trying to remain youthful. Uh, guess what? Uh, you're going to get old. And... Uh, you know, I feel sorry. I feel you know, sorry for uh, there are certain ladies out there that uh, they just can't grasp the fact that they're getting older, and a lot of men like that too. It's not the worst than a, a fifty-year-old man with a beer belly trying to wear skinny jeans. It's like, dude, let it go. It's it's not working. You know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, I, of course I'm I'm pushing fifty, so I can get away with saying that, I guess. But I, uh, uh, and likewise, you know, you see uh, ladies out there trying to dress like their teenage daughters, and it's like, oh, man, come on, you know, that, that ship's bad, it doesn't sail, lady, let it go. 
But uh, so, you know, we're not going to be able to remain youthful forever. Uh, I remember years ago, there was, um, I watched, uh, of course, there's a rerun. I mean, I uh, didn't, obviously couldn't see it when it originally aired. It was an old Twilight Zone episode. It might have come out like in, I don't know, 54, might have been early 60s. I don't know. But uh, I don't know the, when the show even started. But the point is, it's been black and white. But um, this, the, it was supposed to be taking place in the future. And uh, what they were able to do is an elderly couple, and uh, they were able to transfer their brain, their mind, or whatever, into youthful bodies. And uh, they, they could even do it as a, as a trial basis. And so they, uh, uh, the, the older man, she was, she was still apprehensive, didn't know if she wanted to do it or not. And the older man, he uh, transferred his mind into the younger body, and he was all excited and stuff, but uh, uh, it just something was wrong. She said, "As it's not the natural order of life. It's, our time has, has come and gone. It's time for us to, uh, to grow old gracefully, and we have to let go of those youthful desires. And they ended up uh, letting go uh, of, of pursuing that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, the problem is that we take too much stock in this world. Uh, you know, because we, we, I think people are scared of what is to come. But if you don't Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, there is nothing to fear. We, ha we, you know, we know, as God's Word says right here in John 14, 1 and 2, that he has gone to prepare a place for us. That he has gone to prepare uh, a, a place with many rooms and, and we'll have mansions. We have a place to go. Then when we die, we're immediately in the presence of God. For those who are saved, we get to spend an eternity in heaven. For those who are not saved, you get to spend an eternity in hell, hellfire, which is very real. I've had people laugh. I have people scoff uh, at the the notion of hell. Uh, they honestly believe that their their goodness will get them into into heaven. And I've tried to explain to them time and time again that the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. You have to say you have to make that do that prayer of salvation, accept Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior. That is the only way you're getting into heaven. But there's so many people they think because they went to church, because their daddy went to church, their granddaddy went to church, their mama was a good Christian, that automatically that by osmosis makes them saved and nothing be further from the truth. You have to have said that prayer, truly meant it, accepted Jesus into your heart, and then you can spend eternity in heaven. But, uh, but people want to, I mean, you see this longing for something beyond what we have. I mean, you see this because for those who are not saved, for those who are not Christians, look at what they're looking for. That's why we have false gods. That's why we have uh, cults. That's why we have these things because people long for something to worship. They long for something more beyond uh, uh, what this earth and what this world is giving us. And, uh, and, and if you're not physically worshiping a false god, you have false gods in your life uh, that if you're not saved, that's what you're chasing out, which it could be riches, it could be money, your job, your cars, whatever it may be, your homes, you know, the, 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 the uh, god of the home, Vesta, uh, you know, you, uh, or, or chasing after other people. You're trying to find fulfillment if you, in, in other things and other people uh, if your father is not God. If that's not the focal point in your life, then you're still searching to fill a void. You're still searching to find something uh, for that fulfillment that cannot be filled by things or people only through Christ alone. And so uh, that's, you know, that's why we long for heaven. We long for something more. We long for uh, beyond what is in this, this, this earth. 
Now, you know, uh, we can talk about uh, pre-meal, post-meal, uh, pre-trib, mid-tribulation, uh, all these things. You know, those, those things are, are, are fun to study, fun to discuss. And, uh, you know, but I think some people put too much emphasis on that. And uh, and almost to the point that they equate that with salvation. That's always bugged me. You know, I've always had people try to corner me. Well, are you pre-millennial? Or are you post-millennial? And, and, you know, in other words... Uh, you know, in reference to the, the thousand year reign of Jesus Christ here on this earth. And there's some people out there who do not believe that, which I, I don't get when you look in God's word. It's pretty evident and clear that after the rapture, of course, uh, that Christ will return a second time. See, the rapture, see, a lot of people confuse the rapture with the second coming. And uh, the two are distinct, they are not the same. We have the rapture and then we have the second coming. First, Christ come in peace, then he'll be coming back in an act of war, and then we'll have a thousand-year reign. There's some people that um, think that uh, we'll, be, we'll have no form, we'll have no body when we get to heaven, that we'll have it be like a cloud-like state, uh, that uh, we won't know who we were or what we were uh, when we're here on this earth, and all that is bogus too. Uh, God's Word says we'll, be, we'll have new glorified bodies, so we will have a form. We're not going to be some uh, spirit just you know, floating around for all of eternity. It's not how it's going to work. We are going to be aware of who we are. We are going to have memories uh, because when there is judgment, when God uh, talks to us, we're going to have to be able to give, an, we have to give account for our actions, what we've done. And so if we, uh, our memories are erased of who we were here on earth, then how can we give an account? See, I mean, you know, these things are, are, are bogus. And uh, if people say, what about marriage? Well, you, you will recognize the other person. You will know. Good morning, Ed. Uh, you will know who that other person is uh, in, in heaven. So I'll, when I get to heaven, I'll see Brandy. I'll know her and recognize her as my wife and, uh, and still get to torment her for all eternity. I'm sure she's so excited. But, um, see, there's a lot of uh, crazy notions in regards to heaven, in regards to the rapture, in regards to the second coming, in regards to uh, the, uh, uh, the thousand-year reign here on this earth, that we will have a new earth, a new heaven. Well, you know, the, the, the Bible could not be more clear. But uh, it amazes me the individuals out there who um, uh, have a problem with that. I think it's Daniel 12, I think, hits on that. Uh, I think it's Matthew, I want to say 24. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. I, I can't remember now. I can't, I can't have to think this morning anyway. Good morning, Kelly. Uh, it's every morning. In my head, I've been honest with you guys. Every morning, it's morning. I'm even, even verbal. I'm talking to you all without coffee. <laughs> In the mornings, so it's a wonder I'm even verbal, much less able to think coherently. But uh, remember that uh, you, I think so many people have this notion of heaven of a dreamlike state, and and there's nothing tangible and just a mist. And man, heaven's not going to be like that. This is the dream. This is the nightmare. We the reality is heaven. Things will be be tangible. We'll be able to to hold things in our hands. We'll, we'll have new glorified bodies. We'll get to wrap our arms around Jesus Christ. We'll get to wrap our, wrap our arms around uh, our loved ones and see them. And so, uh, you know, so realize that and understand that. But heaven is something we get to look forward to. That's something we get to hope for uh, is uh, is that, that eternal uh, uh, being, the, the eternity of heaven. I have no more pain. I have no more sorrow. No more suffering. We won't lose anybody ever again that we love. We won't uh, uh, deal with any pain, deal with any sorrow, deal with any mental or spiritual, emotional issues. It'll be a peace like nothing you've ever experienced. That's what we get to look forward to. That's what we long for is for heaven. 
And, uh, and so that's why we need to make sure that, uh, that we're living daily for the things of Jesus Christ. We're striving for that mind of Christ. Uh, that's why I'm always talking about spiritual growth. Because, um, you know, I feel like so many Christians are stunted. They accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And it's kind of like, well, now what? You know, they may be excited for a little while. They come to church regularly for a little while. And then all of a sudden they, they, they wait. You, you, you never see them at church again. You, recover, you see them and say, hey, where have you been? Oh, I just had a lot going on. The, the, that's why, you know, it, it bothers me. You know, like uh, uh, Sunday mornings, you know, our, our attendance has been decent it's been fair it's not been, you know as much as i would like i wish it was if you combine first and second service when we were doing that i felt like our church would have been packed but now that we went to one service uh it's and people have gotten used to watching online they've grown lazy and if that hits home to you and that makes you mad well i'm sorry i mean it's, just, it's so easy to want to sit home and watch the service online but you need to be physically at church Sunday evening service is just uh, hardly anybody there at all. And it bothers me. It worries me. Not not for my ego or or, or, or a sense of narcissism, uh, it, uh, for selfish reasons for people there. I want people there to learn, to understand, to have growth, to have excitement for the things of Jesus Christ, excitement for the things to come. And uh, it's sad to see that lack of, of, of attendance, that lack of interest, uh, that, that uh, serious, uh, you, you see that complacency and that apathy. And, we, you know, friends, uh, brothers, sisters in Christ, man, you need to be excited, excited for what is to come. But you're still in the present world today. So even though we get to look forward to what is to come, just like a child looking forward to Christmas, if you will, with all anticipation and excitement, you still have responsibilities and things to do now. And so we, we do not need to forsake that assembling of ourselves together. It's imperative and important that you're at church Sunday evening, Sunday morning. That's why I've only went to online only on Wednesday evenings because nobody came at all. You know, since this pandemic thing happened, people have gotten used to watching at home. I understand if you're sick. I understand if you're out of town. I understand maybe if you live in another state. That's understandable. But if you're just being lazy, guys, gals, man, you need to, to pray about that. You need to, to look for uh, that day, deep down what drew you to the Lord and, and, and refresh that excitement that you have for the Lord. And you want to grow. You want to learn and uh, so that we can study to show ourselves approved. And it's a, it's so uh, I'm encouraging you today that, yes, we have uh, that hope for heaven. That's what we see here in John 14, 1 and 2, that we have that hope for what is to come. And we get excited for that. We, we're, that's how we, well, we, were, we, we were created with that longing for what is to come. But we ha do not need to neglect our responsibilities here on this earth while, uh, while we exist and, uh, and so the only way you can learn, only way you can fight back in the battles that are to come or that you are going through now is to be at church. We need to be with like-minded believers. We need to be with those who are dealing, because sometimes it's so easy to feel like, well, I'm the only one going through this. It's easy to feel that way. But when you come to church, you see that you're with other people who are battling the very same things you have or have been through it and can encourage you through what you're going, uh, going through. So my, I encourage you, my friends, that... Um, whether it's my church, Family Life Bible Church, or any other church, all right? You, you find a good Bible-believing church and make sure that you're attending and that you're excited and that you're involved. And so many people said, well, I, 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 I can't get into the praise or I can't get into that. 
you know, if you come in with that kind of attitude, you're not going to get nothing out of it. But if you come with an open mind to say, Lord, help me to uh, draw from the, the praise and worship part aspect of it. Uh, Lord, uh, help me to uh, to hear your words through that music. You know, try to learn. You know, people say, well, I didn't get nothing out of that preacher. You say nothing I can get out of because you had a poor attitude. If you're sitting there listening, say, Lord, reveal to me uh, what this pastor is trying to say. Are you praying for your pastor? Are you praying for the church? See, a lot of people don't even do that. But pray, you know, Lord, uh, reveal to me, uh, speak to me through this pastor that uh, that I can uh, have things revealed, my eyes open, something that I can, I can minister to. You know, but I think some people come and they feel like it's school, it's lecture. Well, this is what I have to do. And you're sitting there like this, you're drawing, you're not, you're, you're not getting nothing out of it. And when you have that kind of attitude, but if you come there with true interest and in a wanting to learn, I, I assure you, the Lord's going to reveal those things to you. So be sure that you don't neglect that time at church and, and realize that heaven is real. Hell is real. I don't care what culture or society may say, they are real. And you have the choice today to decide where you want to spend all of eternity. And, uh, and, and so I hope and pray that you have accepted Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And if you haven't, then I'm about to go over that sinner's prayer. And I'll pray, I hope and pray that you will uh, say those words with me. Remember, it's only a one. So I've had people say, I, I, I say that prayer every morning. I'm like, there's no reason to. That's 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 crazy. Because, uh, you know, not to put them down or anybody down uh, or to belittle them in any way, shape, or fashion. My point is uh, that uh, once you've said that prayer and if you sincerely meant it, your name's written in the last book of life and it's not going to be erased. It's not taken out. You don't need to say that every day because if you truly said it one time and you were sincere and you meant that, then your name is in the last book of life. It won't be erased. You cannot lose your salvation. Now, if you just say those words like you think it's just some kind of magical statement and you go right back out into the world, uh, then I think there'd be some concern because evidently you wasn't really meaning what you were saying and your your actions are, are not reflective, not bearing that fruit, if you will, uh, of, a, of a life changed. But, uh, but realize, you know, there's people out there with this Armenian view that you can lose your salvation. Nothing be further from the truth. If you have, if, if, if placed your, your heart with the God, he's not out with an eraser waiting to take you out. He is, uh, he loves you and he understands your faults and your weaknesses. But we need, we have a responsibility on our part to try to fight against those things uh, that try to separate between us and God. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I just pray that, uh, that, we can always live a life that is glorifying to you. Uh, help us to have that longing uh, for the things of you, for heaven, uh, for your love, your strength. Uh, Lord, let us be excited. Let us be have a, a wanton interest in the things of you and that we want to come to church. We want to learn and we want to grow. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you'll be with this country, be with our election, be with our police officers. Lord, let them know their love, needed, and appreciated. Lord, I want to do want to lift up a special prayer for our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson, Wendy Lee. She's about to go through a procedure. and Pray that you'll be with Kim Penix. 
Roger Winters. I pray you be with Linda David Feathers and Ginger and Troy Hood. I pray you be with Jane Kitchings. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you be with those family members who have lost loved ones uh, that we know. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you will strengthen and encourage uh, those individuals as well. Be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, discernment during these very difficult times. Protection by him and his family. Lord, be with us. Lead God to protect us. Be with all the families, all the parents, teachers, and the kids out on the roads and going back and forth to school today. Should keep them safe and well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. and do hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful day today. And uh, if you uh, want to share these devotions uh, here on social media, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 If you don't do social media, uh, which obviously you do, you'll be watching, but I'm uh, referring to any friends or family who would like to watch this live each morning, uh, they can watch live on flbconline.com. And uh, also I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. And uh, it's audio only, but listen to all the sermons, all the morning devotions as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, it, it is what you make it. If you want it to be miserable, guess what? It's going to be miserable. But if you go out there with a good attitude and say, you know what? I'm going to make that. I'm going to use this day to serve the Lord. You're going to have a good day. You know, work as you're working for the Lord. Go to school, kids, like you're, you're doing it for Jesus, and you'll have a much brighter and better day. But if you go in kicking and screaming and miserable, you're not going to have it. You're going to be miserable all day. All right? So that's why I say, as I say every morning, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Yeah.